Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial, and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers, you are very welcome. I would like to recommend to new people that you should always visit this core and the central work for the Master's Voice blog, which is where all the prophecies are written down. It's a WordPress website that is called the Master's Voice Prophecy Blog, and you can find it at www.the-masters-voice.com. There are alternate channels to follow, BitChute, Rumble, Brighteon. Just look below and you'll see the links to get you there. On those alternate channels, you can find the videos about COVID and things that were going on in 2020 that can no longer be posted here because of certain policies that are used to limit what can be said freely on this platform. The Master's Voice is also on TikTok, it's on Instagram, it's on SoundCloud. So there are many places that you can hear the word of the Lord in this very twisted, perverting, perverted, and obviously lying generation. If you want to get to know God for yourself, the first thing is that you get to know him in spirit and in truth. You can't know God according to your feelings. You can't know God according to what you've been watching on Gaia and ancient aliens and mixed with ancient Sumerian history and a lot of YouTube videos that don't know anything about anything. If you want to know God, you go to God's word. If you are one of those people of this last day's deceived generation that say things like, oh, the Bible has been tampered with and the Bible was written by men, I just want to ask you, the books that you learned at school, were they written by Smurfs or were they written by men? If you are so proud of the education that you have received and all the books that you read were written by men, whereas the Bible was written by holy men as they at one time were inspired by the spirits of the living God, then which book do you think can impart to this? limited human vessel let me point at myself first for I know that my vessel is human and limited which books do you think impart eternal life to this thing that is alive for only a brief period in time is it the economics textbooks that you're proud of is it the finance textbooks that you're proud of? Is it all the influencer blogs that you are reading? Or is it the internal and infallible word of God that generation after generation and century after century has shaped men, women, and children into bright, burning flames of passionate glory that please God? If the Bible is not God's word and you claim that you are a Christian, if you are one of those Christians who do this, you know, I just have questions. I would like to let you know that you are at the very back of the line. There is something about today's modern believers that make them think that they can come to the cross of Jesus Christ and gaze upon his perfect sacrifice and still disrespect him by saying, but why is this? But why is that? There is a way to approach the Lord if you have questions. There is a way to approach the Holy Spirit if you would like to understand more. On this channel, I always make it clear from the very beginning. If there's anything in the Bible that you don't understand, the lack of understanding is with you. It is not with the Lord. His knowledge is complete, holistic, perfect, and infallible. That means that if you search from the beginning of your life, if you were given intellect on the first day that you were born and you were allowed to live until the full 120 years that man has available to him, you will never understand all the things that God understands in his pinky finger. So there are ground rules to approaching God. He is a king. He is righteous. He is worthy of your respect. If you are a person in this modern generation that has grown up without respect for your parents, respect for your elders, or even respect for yourself by the things you do to yourself, 
the choices that you make in life, the way that you live. Do not bring that disrespect to God. Do not bring that disrespect to the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me make it very clear. There is something burning in my spirit today, and I'm going to give full vent to it. Because what people want to do is they want to obey the police about where to park and to put money in the parking meter. They will obey the judge about probation and community service. They will obey the landlord if he says, do not put green and psychedelic paint on my walls to express your inner self. They won't do it. But Jesus is the one that people feel that they can shame, they can disrespect, they can question, they can tell him, I need you to prove this to me first. I need to see a miracle first. Jesus doesn't owe you any of these things. There was one expression of infinite love made long ago on that Calvary cross. That man was humiliated. He was shamed. He humbled himself in the process of all he was going through. He asked, do you think that I am not even able to summon now legions of angels from my father? It was no empty threat. Had the Lord cried out in the distress of being betrayed by Judas and said, Father, deliver me from the death ahead. He could have been delivered, but he had already subjected his soul in humility before God. And he said, not my will, O God, but your will be done. Jesus was asking for strength in a moment that pierced him. Most of us, if a single friend betrays us, we are so filled, filled with anger and unforgiveness and disappointment and endless tears over one human being that disappoints us. Jesus, all his friends fled from him and one of them sold him out for money, for filthy lucre. Yet as he prayed, he saw what was coming. The greatest prophet that ever lived, our Jesus was, he saw what was on the way for him. And he humbled himself to it. He allowed them to strip him, to pluck out his beard, to flog him, to mar his, con his countenance, his face and his body, his physical shape. More than any human being has ever been hurt. He bore the marks of our sin, our iniquity in his body, faultless, flawless, sinless lamb of God. And what is his repayment? In this reprobate and degenerate generation, how do we pay him back? I have questions. If he was a loving God, why do children get raped? Because you live on a planet of human rapists. That is why. Children are hurt because the adults walking around them are pedophiles who have given vent to all the sin inside them. Every demonic voice that tells them, don't like an adult, look for the smallest, shortest, most vulnerable person you can and rape that person. That is why child rape happens. That is why male and female rape happens. That is why the, the guards are raping prisoners and calling it punishment. There is sickness, there is rot, there is disease, there is backwardness, there is death, there is aging, there is every pain under the sun, betrayal, and every sin under the sun because of people. God has nothing to do with it. God created perfection and humanity spat into perfection because Satan suggested that it was something fun to do. So let's not get it twisted here. 
The world we live in is a joint product of all who have come before, all who are living now, and those who are growing up right in front of us as baby murderers and people who have running train group sex, and yet they are 13 and 15 years old. They can't vote. They can't drive but they can sleep with 15 boys and put it on private Instagram accounts and make money from it. So let us stop pretending in this country. Let us stop acting like we're so shocked and we just don't know where the reprobate society came from all of a sudden. It came from somewhere. It didn't come from God. Filth cannot come out of perfection. Filth cannot come out of what is holy. Filth cannot come out of Jesus Christ. Filth is the sole product of man. So to those who think that these very lowbrow ABC questions are so deep and logical, you are confused. And the thing is, I'm here to tell you, at the word of the Lord, I am here to tell you that if you are at comfort with your limited intellect, don't forget that you have limited time. The time is running out to make a choice for righteousness the time is running out to repent. The time is running out to come clean about the sin that you keep justifying and saying, it's my struggle. You will struggle yourself right into the lake of fire and the Lord will love you and watch you go there. Don't get it twisted. These lies of this modern generation, God loves the sinner, but he hates the sin. Here is the truth. That is a lie that people have picked up from culture, society, and these lying pastors who have failed in their responsibility to build up a strong, well-taught, well-disciplined church that honors God and keeps the holy scriptures. Love the sinner, hate the sin is a modern man-made lie. The truth as taught from the word of God is God bears long with the sinner, but he will not tolerate sin. Let me repeat that. God bears long with the sinner, but he will not tolerate sin. So the time is coming where he's going to punch the alarm clock. He's going to click the timer. He's going to say, I gave you a life of 35 years, 12 years, 15 years, 32 years, 61 years, 89 years to run a race. And you ran it according to the flesh. You ran it According to your opinion, you ran it because you thought you were God and I was your butler. But here you are now as I was stripped naked. All your friends, all the gay pride allies that you thought would come and go YOLO with you on the day of judgment. Not a single one of them can be found. It is you in your spirit form that cannot die and me, the eternal judge that judges all living and I'm here to tell you that when I clicked the timer and you lost your life, your runtime was exactly zero. Don't play with God. Play with your grandparents. Play with the Republicans. Play with your best friend. Do not play with Jesus Christ. It will never end positively for you. And on that note, the prophecy for today has several names. You pick the one that you want. I'm not going to give it any one name. It has several names. It is called the rise of the reprobates. It is called the rise of the sodomites. It is called America will fall to sin. And in this prophecy, by the mercy of God, on one of the very rare occasions that God simply had mercy on my soul, I saw certain things 
but not a single one of them was in graphic detail. And when I look back at the notes that I made that I'm going to read out for you exactly as they are, what I saw is that I've been having this type of dream for quite a while. This one is from, I think it's from March the 5th or from May the 5th. When I open it up, I'll see where it's from. I've been having this type of dream for a while, and yet at the same time, God was not showing me the actual sins for once. Because you come here and you complain it's too graphic, and yet the graphic stuff is happening out there in real life, so how foolish are you? Someone is actually being sodomized underground and screaming their life out. Why? Because in one of the visions I saw, they grab grown men off the street and do this to them. And they scream and they scream and they scream until the rag that they put in their mouth becomes bloody. So it's happening in this country. It's even happening in foreign countries. As someone from Zambia, as someone from Zambia informed me, she heard me speaking on one of these apps and she came and she informed me that this is happening. And I was horrified because what she said was so graphic that I went to do my own research. And I found, indeed, that a body of a young man, they call them street kids. This is a young type of homeless person that has been on the street so long that these young people actually grow up. They grow up and they become young adults on the street. They grow homeless because maybe their parents died and relatives won't take them in. And they don't have the kind of infrastructure to take these young people in. So he just grew up on the streets. They call them street kid. This happened in Zambia just a few weeks ago. Listen, those of you who think that your robe is too white and I'm the one in the dirty robe, it's okay for me to see it, but you so special that you want you want a synopsis. You want Polly want a cracker. You just want a little, a little bit with salmon on top. I should make it neat for you because you don't want to be distressed by the actual human trafficking, child abuse, grown man abuse that's going on in the world. They laid hold of this young 19-year-old, just a group of men, and they destroyed his body. He died from his injuries. They assaulted him until he died. And the words of the female police officer or the female person in government who was saying it, she said that when they found his body, the back was just a ruin. And I looked at this woman and I thought, this woman has the same poise to speak harsh things that God has given me. When you hear that the back of a man was a ruin, what comes to your mind? Do you think he died in a pleasant way? Do you think it was easy when life leaves the body of all the people that God says are sacrificed on America's endlessly thirsty, bloody altars? And then when the Lord is speaking, I question all this. Would God say this? God would say worse. And what God is saying is that the things that you don't believe because you think they are coming from a corrupted source, you will live them. And I'm speaking to a certain contingent of people. You will live them. They will be on your street. You will write to your senator and write to your government and write to your best friend and nothing will happen. It will be law. You will just have to watch the 80-year-old man and his 9-year-old wife walking down the street in silence. You will not be able to say anything because the thought police, hate crime police will come and get you that complains. You are cowards. That is why you complain now. You are cowards because you think that your mouth is going to run the end times. The word of God is going to run the end times. And the word of God for today is that America is a sodomite nation in the making. Men of God and men of atheism and men of many opinions who follow no God but, their but themselves and their flesh. I'm here to tell you that you are going to be the lowest tier 
in the United States. You are going to be bottom of the barrel. You are going to be the least of the least. You are going to be the last of the last. You are actually going to come so low in society because the gay men are going to rise so high and their trans brothers with them that you will be attacked in the street the way gay men used to be attacked in the street. They will gang up on you and beat you and harm you. This is what God has shown me. And the, the truth of God's prophecies is that they sound fantastic now. They sound like, how can it be? They sound like, no, no, no. God was showing me that America that has painted itself as the image of masculinity is going to be extremely effeminate. America, you are Sodom. You are Gomorrah. It says in the book of Ecclesiastes that everything that was will be again. So as it was in the ancient world, it will be again. Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, it will be again. And you know, one of the most striking aspects about the days of Noah is that they were all squarely gay. All the ancient societies of strong male warriors were also strong male gays. So we're going to be here. The nation where gay rules, gay power. You see the leader of this nation breaking time-honored laws, raising the pride flag, and then saying in his official statement that he was proud to be proud. This is what's coming out of the White House press secretary. And then people are like, well, you know, I just want to, I just want to know when she's going to prophesy that Trump is going to be back. That's, that's why I'm here. I, I follow her and I tolerate the things she say, but I just want to know when is God's man coming because he's going to drain the swamp and he's also going to water the lawn. A man that God says is an FBI operative. We will go wherever the spirit of the Lord moves. He is like the wind. He listeth where he will. A man that God revealed in 2022 is an FBI operative playing a role before the nation, feeding you the tidbits that you want and the false prophets cranking out video after video, monetized video after monetized lie to keep their poor deluded followers locked in. The lust of your heart has you watching those videos and you can't break free because the, the false hope that they offer is so intoxicating that people are drunk on who they think is a savior to the point that they are pestering the savior in heaven with endless prayers to bring them back their idol so they can do idolatry round two. No respect for God in this nation. No fear of God in this nation. No love for God. Love for every other thing but God, willingness to fight for and argue for and defend every other thing but what is true and good and holy and noble and godly. And so God will retreat from us. God is going to leave us in a nation where people have sex in the open and foreigners are disgusted with us and emigrate back to where they came from. They are going to leave this place because they will become worried about what their underage children might see on the way to school. Yes, you have a 15-year-old, you have a 19-year-old, they're old enough to take the bus, but the journey from the house to school might have them seeing things that will traumatize them, or worse, might have them seeing demonic 
activity and demonic behavior whereby those spirits enter into the eye gate and the next thing you know your son is telling you that his name is Paulina and he wants you to support him in his womb implantation because he wants to be the first person in the family to have a baby I will simply have to make the prophecy in a, in a separate video may the Lord bless you this is celestial with the master's voice until I see you again goodbye